0: There were few instruments needle and thread, a sterilizer, banded scissors with blunt tips, and curiously, a speculum. The doctor answered my questions about the gunshot wounds and how he staunched the bleeding. Dr. Salazar made a steeple of his fingers beneath his chin and looked at me. Mr. Harris, how did you feel when you looked at Simmons? I was trying to see if he fit any eyewitness description of the killer. Did you allow yourself an impression beyond that? Not really. Was he responsive to your questions? Well, yes, but I couldn't tell much. He's got a pretty thick skin. He's got his answers down, Pat. Pat answers to the questions he expects. Was he wearing sunglasses in his cell? Yes. Dim in there, isn't it? Yes. Why do you think he wore the sunglasses? maybe to hide a little bit. Would you say the sunglasses add an element of symmetry to his face, improve his appearance? I really didn't think about it, Doctor. He looks like he's been beat up a lot around his head. Dr. Salazar closed his eyes, perhaps seeking patience, and opened them again. Dr. Salazar's eyes were maroon, with grainy sparks like sunstone's. Did he turn his face askance when he talked to you? About ten degrees to his left. Maybe he looked away, people do that. Do you think Simmons is ugly? That's not a very good job on his lip, is it? No. Will you be seeing Simmons again, Mr. Harris? I think so. They're going to let us take some pictures out in the compound with his car. Do you have sunglasses with you, Mr. Harris?' Yes. May I suggest that when you question him, you do not wear them. Why? Because he can see his reflection in them. Do you think that Simmons was tormented on the school playground because he was disfigured? Probably. It's customary. The doctor seemed amused. Yes, customary. Have you seen pictures of the victims, the two young women and their little brother? Yes. "'Would you say they were attractive youngsters?' "'They were nice-looking young people from a good family. "'Good manners, I'm told. "'You're not saying they provoked him?' "'Certainly not. "'But early torment makes torment easily imagined.' "'He looked up at me and his countenance changed, "'seemed to pop wider like a moth "'flashing the owl face printed on its wings. "'You were a journalist, Mr. Harris.' "'How would you put that in your journal? "'How do you treat the fear of torment in journalese? "'Might you say something snappy about torment? "'Like, it puts the hell in hello?' "'At this point a guard rapped on the door "'and stuck his head in. "'Doctor, the patients are here.' "'Dr. Salazar rose. "'You'll have to excuse me,' he said.' I thanked the doctor and invited him to call me if he were ever traveling in Texas. We'd have a drink, lunch, something. Looking back, I cannot recall any trace of irony in his reply. Thank you, Mr. Harris, certainly I will, when next I travel. In the prison corridor, outside his office, two guards and a nursing sister from a nearby convent waited with a small group of townspeople. There were both men and women in pressed work clothes and hirachas, well scrubbed for their doctor visit. They were patients from outside, people from the neighborhood whom the doctor treated free. The warden walked me out. I thanked him for his time and said I appreciated the doctor's help. I asked how long Dr. Salazar had worked there. Hombre, you don't know who that is? No, we talked about Simmons. The warden turned to me on the steps. The doctor is a murderer. As a surgeon, he could package his victim in a surprisingly small box. He will never leave this place. He is insane. Insane? I see patients going into his office. The warden shrugged and spread his open hands. He is not insane with the poor. I went home and wrote my article about Dyke Simmons. Way ran on to Way. I covered crimes in other parts of Mexico, and I did not see the doctor again.